reading sex. The stories here are all aged horny, and some also corny but most definitely, all of the stories are downright sexy with adult themes, sexually explicit content and strong language. I have not written these characters and stories. I just love reading them. Fallout 4 Fudinari Written by Randy Tom Writer's Note If you like the video game Fallout 4, you may like this story. You won't get the context of the story unless you've played the game. If enough people get off to this, I may continue. Fallout 4 Fudinari There it is, Jalbert Brothers' disposal, Brand said. Paige Carter, tall, slim, and gray-eyed with short blonde hair, clutched her auto-pipe rifle tighter as she looked up the hill at the ramshackle, piecemeal low buildings and piles of scrap. She looked over at her raider squad with a doubtful look. Bran stood with his binoculars fixed on the location, his forty-four revolver holstered at his hip, almost hidden by the spike armor he wore. He was stoic and calm, for the most part, a psycho-addiction caused him to burst out in anger on occasion. Behind him a couple yards stood Kimmy, a slight woman whose personality outweighed her frame. Her scanty raider armor left little to the imagination, as she was the free-use gang mattress. Paige was disgusted by her, but they worked together well enough. As she watched, Nunchuck came up behind Kimmy, slinging his hunting rifle over his back, and put his hands on Kimmy's bare waist, whispering something in her ear. A grin spread across her face and she lightly backhanded the mohawk-wearing raider. As a woman well in control of her sexual desire, Paige could not understand how most men couldn't keep it in their pants. They seemed so ravenous about it as though they seriously had no control. Paige had killed a man a few weeks before because he would not back off, and almost raped her. She trusted very few men. A girlish giggle emitted from Kimmy, waking Paige from her thoughts. She rolled her eyes and walked up to Brand, who put down his binoculars. I see at least one child of Adam, he said, stowing the glasses, shouldn't be a problem and it proves the boss hunch about there being rad chems here, since the children are guarding it. Yeah. Bran drew his pistol and loaded it, nunchuck. The other male raider was nibbling on Kimmy's ear, while she had backed her ass up against his crotch and was grinding against him with her eyes closed. Bran turned abruptly, causing Paige to step back, hey. Nunchuck staggered away from Kimmy in surprise, what? The rage smoldered in Bran's black eyes for a moment before fading to annoyance. Get that rifle pointed at that woman up there. Don't fire until we whistle. Kimmy, Paige, follow me. Bran was experienced and everyone knew it, so they all jumped to it. The threesome wound their way around to the left while Nunchuck waited with his crosshairs on the child of Adam. They came around sneakily to a section of fence that was low enough to vault where they crouched down in hiding. I'll whistle, then we will raid. Go for the shed. Bran said, with two nods from the ladies. An ear-piercing whistle split the sunny afternoon, and a second afterward a rifle shot rang out. They vaulted the fence with their guns out, Page in the lead. Immediately, a man stepped out of the shed in the corner. Bran's pistol boomed and the man stumbled back out of sight his chest blooming red. 
Another man stood in the door of a prefab building just this side of the shed, and when he glimpsed them, he struggled to pull something from his belt. Paige brought her auto rifle up and held the trigger down, 1038 rounds riddling the body of the man. He fell with a solid thump of inanimate matter. The fire team climbed the slight slope to the buildings and looked down at the stacked car frames and piles of scrap and old tires. A cooking station was rigged up at the base of the slope, where a man sat, staring at them with wide, scared eyes, the wooden spoon clutched tightly in his hand, and his pistol at his feet. Bran drew down on the man and pulled the trigger. The man's head came apart like an overripe melon, and his body collapsed backward into the dirt still clutching the spoon. Paige's eyes shifted and she turned toward the buildings. She tried to suppress her qualms about how they did things sometimes. Don't be getting soft on me baby, Bran said as he passed her, I need you. Paige grimaced as he called her baby, he knew she hated that name, but she fell into step behind him as they came up to the shed. The man Bran had shot was leaning against a bank of yellow barrels, a computer off against the left wall, and a trunk up against the right. The man was breathing raggedly, with no weapon in sight. Paige stalked up to the brown-robed man, put one of her booted feet against his shoulder, pushing him back against the steel beams that enclosed the barrels, and set the barrel of her pipe gun on his collarbone. Where's the rat away, rat eater, she growled. The man laughed, bright red blood pooling at the corners of his mouth. Adam will have you yet. You will bask in his glow before the end, and never experience the ecstasy of division, he bit out before succumbing to a hacking fit. Brand's muttering came from her right, and the lid of the trunk squeaked open, shuffling noises as Brand rifled through the contents. The man passed into a delirious state, so Paige lowered her weapon and stuck a pair of fingers behind her collar. It was hot in here. She turned around just in time to see Kimmy bending over with her skimpy shorts pulled down, and nunchucks dick out. He pushed up against her, and her expression told Paige that she had taken his dick. Fuck sake, nunchuck, can't you hold it till we are back in Lex? Nunchuck gave her the bird and thrust into Kimmy harder, causing her to grunt and steady herself against the door frame. Paige is just jealous, like all squares. Kimmy said, staring at Paige with hooded eyes and a hitch in her voice as she got pounded from behind. Okay gang, found the rat away, Bran stepped to the door with a pair of red plastic packages under his arm, only one thing left to do. Kimmy, still bent over and being railed by Nunchuck, pulled out her pipe pistol, aimed it at Paige, and pulled the trigger. Something punched Paige in the chest, knocking the wind out of her, causing her to fall back against the barrels, her rifle clattering to the cement. Nunchuck threw his head back and howled at the sky as he plowed into Kimmy one last time, his legs shuddering and his hands gathering handfuls of her ass as he came hard. Paige lay almost prone, her head propped up by the beam, feeling hot liquid spread across her chest and between her small breasts. And seeing Brand casually reloading his 44 as though absolutely nothing was happening around him. For some reason, her body felt extremely sluggish, and she could only flutter her fingers a bit. She watched Kimmy push the rutting raider off of her, and swagger over to Paige, her hips gyrating sexily, drips of nunchuck semen dripping out of her pubes onto the floor. She bent down and grabbed up Paige's rifle, 
then paused before putting one foot to the other side of Paige, crouching down, and squeezed her vague muscles. Causing bubbly cum to drip out of her and all over Paige. Kimmy stuck her tongue out at Paige, and then she left the building. Sorry, baby, boss orders, Bran said with no expression, you're too soft, had to get rid of you. He grasped the edge of the door and swung it shut as he left, sleep tight. The door shut, the only light coming from cracks in the walls. Paige, still shocked, tried unsuccessfully to move. Adam. Wants you. Four. Himself, rattled the semi-conscious man next to her, don't. Fight. The glow. And his breath shuddered from him for the last time, leaving Paige to rage in her mind against those who had betrayed her, until darkness finally consumed her. Paige was dreaming, she was sure of it, because it didn't feel real in any sense besides the fact that she is lucid and feeling as though time is passing. A dull green glow suffused the surroundings, like a radstorm, but somehow more surreal. She stood in the yard outside the shed, looking southish, watching a shadowy figure walk up toward her. The figure took on shape as it approached, its form that of a woman with large breasts, but her form was somehow muted so that it was hard to see. The figure stopped in front of Paige, but she couldn't see its face. Lightning murmured and cracked overhead. Paige realized she was naked, on display to the whole world, her small tits pert and topped with hard nipples, her pussy hidden by bush. She lifted her chin defiantly at the form in front of her. My devoted, the form's voice was a shrill whisper, a shout and a sigh all at once, its arm reaching out to caress Paige's jawline. Take what's given. Paige didn't know what the figure wanted from her, but Paige knew that she wanted to lay down and take what the figure would give to her. So she did, knowing to open her legs and pull them up to eagerly allow egress to her deepest reaches. The form came up and knelt, the shadow of a penis flopping between its very womanly thighs, and crawled over Paige like a man does when he's going to take his woman missionary. Paige gasped as she felt it penetrate her, her lips stretching to take its girth. She grimaced in effort as she took the figure's dick until she felt it fill her up completely, its shadowy cock head pressing up tight against her cervix area. She let her legs go so that she could wrap them around this shadowy woman with a penis. The form's face was near to Paige's, but no breath was felt, and no detail discerned, as though it was all hidden in deep shadow. Paige grunted as the faceless, shadow form thrust inside her, the internal tissues of her lower abdomen shifting and moving to allow the thick shadow dick access. Lightning flashed above in the green-tinged high-contrast environment as the form hissed and flexed, pressing deeply into Paige, who held herself open for the figure. She gasped as she felt a splashing within her belly, as the shadow's muscle pulsed within her. Whispers exuded from the faceless shadow. My devoted. Be their reminder. Be the continuance. Adam watches. Darkness fell and there was no more. Slowly, ever so slowly, consciousness stole back into Paige. She was looking at rubber. Aged rubber. Attire. In the sunlight. Pain. She hissed as she rolled over her every fiber of muscle and sinew straining lanced with pain, the sunlight dazzling her eyes. Her fingers ground through the dirt. 
her muscles flexed reluctantly. There was pressure in her torso. But she was alive. And she remembered. Growls came from her chest as she crawled, fury swirling through her mind. She would kill them. Finally, her pain and exhaustion caught up with her, and she just looked around for a moment. Sometime after she had passed out in the shed, a radiation storm had swept through, and she had that spell of pain. She must have crawled outside during her fit, crawled down the slope and fetched up against the scrap stacks, near the cooking fire, not remembering a second of it. She had to figure out what to do. Despite her body protesting, she struggled to her hands and knees, and then to her feet. Something was wrong. She swayed in place, her body on fire. Her chest was so tight. Fumbling at the buckles that held her armor on, she let her chest piece fall to the ground, which immediately felt better. Her hands felt the raider leathers over her chest, which covered something that wasn't there before. With a slight panic, Paige unbuckled her arm pieces and cast them aside before untying the leathers and pulling them down off her chest. A pair of huge breasts flopped out as her leathers freed them. Gasping in disbelief, Paige stared down at herself, her formerly small tits now grown to large proportions, heaving atop her ribcage as she breathed. They were firm and stood tall, as though they had never felt a single iota of gravity in their life. She cupped her new additions, looking at her nipples, which were the same as they were before, just capping much larger vessels now. Atop her left breast was a bullet wound, although it has scarred over already. She would have to look for at least DD bras from now on. That wasn't all that was wrong though. She tore off her leg armor and unstrapped her leathers all the way down, something bulky sitting in her pants. She slipped the pants off of her ass and pulled them over her crotch, exposing something completely unexpected to the sun. A dick. A dick was growing out of where her pussy should have been. Paige's breath was shaky as her trembling hand moved toward the alien organ, and her new muscle twitched as she touched it. She looked around at the scrapyard, but she was alone. She quickly gathered up her armor pieces and fled to the prefab building next to the shed where she had been left for dead. Closing the door behind her, she dropped her armor and looked again at herself. What the fuck, her voice said, and it was slightly deeper than she remembered. Paige was overwhelmed. The radiation had changed her overnight. She threw her leathers over a chair and sat down, but immediately shifted how she sat, for she had a pair of testicles too. She reached down and felt them, a pair of sensitive balls contained in a loose sack, covered in pubic hair that was the only aspect of her crotch which was still familiar to her. Her cock began to rise and grow at the attention she was giving herself. She watched between her huge tits as her cock grew slowly to full hardness, stretching out to be mostly as long as her forearm, and almost as thick too. Paige stared in disbelief, she had seen men before, even fucked a couple, and none of them were anywhere near this big. Her cock throbbed, protruding from where her clit used to be. The head was purple and engorged, and she reached down to grasp it. Her own gentle touch was lovely, and she slowly moved her hand up and down her new member, seeing the skin move along the shaft. She was becoming more and more enamored by her new addition, and wanted to explore, to get to know it. 
She felt this unconscious need to flex her butt, to push her hips forward and back as she stroked herself. Her thoughts were drawn to how Nunchuck had come up behind Kimmy and pressed himself against her. She remembered how Kimmy had pressed her slim hips back against his own crotch, her pussy wet for him. Paige heaved her breath out at the thought of a pussy being wet for a man. It was confusing to her, but the rush was undeniable. She jerked her dick more quickly, remembering now the last time she had had sex, over a year before. She had ridden the man, her folds clutching his cock inside of her, between her hips, feeling his muscles slip around within her as she bounced on him until he. Her thoughts were interrupted as a bloom of pleasure erupted in her crotch, growing more every second. Her deeper voice tinged her breathing as her hand sped up on her dick, feeling muscles working and flexing at the bottom of her torso. With a guttural groan, she bunched her butt and pressed upward as she felt fluid rushing through her. White pearly jizz shot out of her and hit the ceiling above her, followed by another equally powerful burst, which raced up and spattered on her right tit. Two more less powerful streams left her dick, which then began to sag in her hand as she finally released her pent-up breath. Her mind was flooded with pleasure, her emotions banished with the orgasmic release. Paige wasn't sure if she was in a dream or not, but she acted as though it was all real. She got up with a groan of effort, and took a clean napkin from her leather's pocket, and cleaned herself up the best she could. Using her finger, she scraped the cum that was on her tit into her mouth, she had always liked the taste of man cum. She quirked a smile, now she had an unlimited supply. Picking up her leathers, which was a sewn-together mismatch of pieces of leather, Paige found ways to let the fabric out, to accommodate for her new, bulkier body parts. When she had repaired her material, she struggled into it, tucking her new dick to the side as it closed over her crotch. Her tits lay well in the new chest space as well. She decided to look around the prefab, as they hadn't when they got there. She turned too suddenly and ran into the wall, giggling at her lack of awareness in the post-orgasmic haze. There were some bits of junk in drawers and footlockers, but the real prize that she found was a 10mm pistol, and two full 12-round magazines for it. Now she could defend herself. Stepping back outside, she sighed in the evening light. She hadn't realized what time it was, and now that she realized, she was rather tired from all that had happened to her. Climbing the Airzat's watchtower on the south side of the scrapyard, Paige paused when she saw the body of the child of Adam, sprawled on the wood slat floor, a neat hole through her forehead. Nunchuck was a good shot. The body rolled fairly easily off the side of the platform, and Paige began to set up for the night. She had cover on all sides and a bit of roof to block any rain or sun. She lay down and pulled at the crotch of her leathers to give room to her new addition as she turned on her side. Her last thought before drifting off to sleep was, this is going to take a lot to get used to. The next morning, Paige decided to move on. She had an idea for a place she could hold up and rest and plan her revenge, far enough from anyone's interest so that she wouldn't be bothered. She set out to the north, after scanning the area first. It always paid to be vigilant when traveling through the Commonwealth. The Corvega assembly plant loomed to the east dwarfing the rest of the husk of Lexington. Paige knew that the biggest raider presence in the area was holed up there in that old car plant, so she steered clear of it, 
and of Lexington by extension, nothing but a home to raiders and ghouls. It took her a couple of hours to skirt Lexington following the road, and she was coming up on the old parking garage when gunshots caught her attention. Stopping at the intersection, Paige peered toward the corner of the parking structure, as she was sure that the shots came from inside. As she watched, a figure rounded the corner, carrying something in its hand, and dashed towards the road that Paige stood on. The figure was human, Paige was sure of it. But the figures which followed the first were decidedly not human any longer. Three ghouls pursued the fleeing figure, lurching and stumbling through the grass and broken pavement. The human, who Paige saw to be a woman, stopped and turned, leveling the gun in her hand, and emptied the magazine at the lead ghoul as quickly as she could. With each bullet strike, the ghoul flinched and hoarsely growled until the sixth bullet knocked it down. A stray round punched through the shoulder of the second ghoul, which tore the arm from its corrupted body. The woman dropped the empty pistol and turned and ran again, coming nearer and nearer to Paige's position. Paige was all set to run and hide, but something in her told her not to. She didn't know this woman, but she had seen what it was like to die at the hands of ghouls. It was not pretty. So, she raised her ten millimeters and sighted down it, waiting for the three figures to come into range. The woman, panting her lungs out, came to within thirty feet of Paige before skidding to a halt in surprise. Get down, Paige said, and the woman complied surprisingly quickly. A split second later, Paige fired, and the round blew the one-armed ghoul's head off. Five shots to the third ghoul caused it to collapse, inanimate, with a shuddering sigh. With a bitten-off whimper, the crouching woman got up and jogged up to Paige, and threw her arms around her and squeezed. Oh, thank you, you saved my life, the young woman said as Paige stood awkwardly, her gun held out to the side. She was still scanning the area for more ghouls, but none appeared, so she began to relax. With her free hand, she patted the back of the breathless woman before gently pushing her away from her. It's a lucky thing I was here when you needed me, Paige said, dropping the magazine in her 10 millimeters and replacing it with her only full one, and tucking the half-filled mag in her belt. Then she holstered the pistol and looked up at the entrancing beauty who stood in front of her. The woman held one arm across her belly, that hand gripping the other arm, and she was looking around the horizon. Her hair was hidden under a gray knit cap, framing a soft, pretty face with blue eyes and a small nose. She held herself demurely now that there was no threat to contend with, and the shape of her body called strangely to Paige. As she took in the sight of this woman, the young woman's eyes met Paige's stare, and she smiled sincerely before speaking. My parents named me Hope. What's your name? Paige, she said, tearing her eyes away from the young woman and looking north, we should get out of here. Not good to stand in the open this close to town. Okay, Paige. Where were you headed? Paige pointed to the north by northeast where some sort of vertically flat structure poked above the rise of the land. A secure location. Go get your weapon. Hope went and picked up her pipe pistol, which had a compensator on the end, to help with stabilization while shooting. Paige realized that she still had some loose 38 rounds in her pocket, so she handed those over to Hope, who exclaimed in excitement and began reloading the magazine. 
They were soon on the road, Hope walking first, while Paige followed. Paige was unsure what to do with Hope, but she was comfortable having her tag along for the moment, even to hole up at the old drive-in with her for a while. Paige had one huge goal for the future, but no way to realize it yet, so in the interim, things were pretty loose. Hope wore an athletic outfit, but even the plastic pads strapped to her legs couldn't hide the way her butt swiveled when she walked. Her waist was not the absolute slimmest, but her hips swelled out underneath in a very pleasing way. Too pleasing. Paige felt herself getting hard, her thick new dick swelling in her pants as she watched the woman walk in front of her. There was something extremely effective about this woman's body. Something radically significant about the curves of her midsection in a way that Paige had never experienced before when looking at a woman. Her pace hitched as she wheeled her leg and pinched her leathers, pulling her dick up to a more comfortable location as it lengthened. Hope turned at the change in pace, looking at Paige who stared her down. She glanced away for a second, but then looked back hesitantly. Where are you coming from? Paige walked in silence for a moment, her sexual arousal fading somewhat as she pondered what to tell this girl. South. Why are you alone? Paige came up beside Hope and looked at her, an edge to her voice. Because the rest of my raider gang tried to kill me and take my shit. Hope gasped and backed away from Paige. You are a raider? I don't know what I am anymore. But I don't think I'm a raider. The woman in the gray cap looked at Paige with suspicion, how do you figure? Because I would have raped or killed you by now if I were a raider. She didn't have an answer for that. Her eyes were pretty, Paige realized with an odd twinge. The younger woman's gaze was drawn over the rise to the structure that was their objective, what's waiting up there at the drive-in? More murderers? Paige looked up that way too, I don't think so. But I don't know. Hope looked at her for a moment, sizing her up. She apparently passed the test, because Hope abruptly started walking up the road again, and Paige followed. I trust you, Hope said, because you saved my life and didn't steal from me, like a raider would. Thanks. I'm really just looking for shelter. You're. Well, you're welcome to tag along with me for a while. Hope looked at Paige as they walked, and then smiled at her, okay. They crossed the train tracks and followed the old broken road up to where it passed the drive-in property, where the tall and wide projection screen still stood. It was a structure, with internal access to the screen, and some rooms at the base of the building. Paige looked up at the sky, which was slowly fading in color and light level. I think we should bust into one of these rooms, and spend the night. Explore more in the morning. Hope nodded in agreement. Paige came up to the blue-colored door and grasped the handle, but it would not turn. Locked. Paige said, and holstered her pistol, preparing to draw back and pummel the door open. Wait. Hope said, grabbing Paige's arm. Paige jerked her head around, looking at Hope with a wild gaze until she let go of her arm. I, I can lockpick, she said. Paige nodded once at her, and stepped aside. The younger woman stepped up, pulling a small box from her pocket, and crouched in front of the door. Seeing Hope crouch in such a manner, 
which accented the size and shape of her hips and butt, Paige had to turn away, lest her hard-on came back. There, it's open. The door clicked and swung open as Hope turned the knob, pulling a bobby pin out of the lock. Inside was dimly lit, with a couch, a crib, and a refrigerator crammed into the small room. As the door opened, it drew a wave in the fine dust on the floor. Nice work. Paige said, stepping into the room, this will do for the night. Hope closed the door behind her, looking out the way they came for any threats, and locked it. The two women shucked their backpacks, Hope flopping on the sagging couch, and Paige going to the refrigerator. It was unpowered, but the build of a fridge allows a stable temperature to be kept, so there might have been something kept in there. The door swung open, and a bottle fell off the bottom shelf. Nothing else was in there but a couple of empty aluminum cans. Paige picked up the bottle and showed Hope. Are you a drinker? The bottle was white, unopened, full of vodka. Hope's brows rose and a smile spread across her full lips. An hour later, the girls were laughing with each other on the couch, the bottle more than half empty. I'm lucky that you came along when when you did. Hope said, clumsily trying to keep her hair out of her eyes with her hands, her gray cap laying forgotten in the armrest. Yeah, you wolf I mean, would have been ghoul food. Paige fumbled with her words as she took another sip before handing the bottle over to Hope. As Hope drank, Paige added an addendum that she didn't really intend. Sexy ghoul food, anyway. It took a moment for the statement to get through the vodka in their brains, but it hit them both, Paige putting her hand over her mouth, and Hope slowly looking over at her with wide eyes. Well what did you say? Paige looked over at Hope, her mind trapped in the subject now, her eyes traveling down Hope's lines and lingering in certain places. Her dick twinges and shifts as Hope noticed where her eyes were wandering. You you're. Hope stuttered. Paige quit thinking about it and leaned in, her lips pressing against Hope's, who did not pull away. They kissed a few times, a little moan escaping Hope as they did, each kiss imbued with a bit more urgency. Take off your pants, Paige said as they broke apart. She got to her knees and ambled around Hope to help her pull off her athletic pants, one leg at a time, until only a pair of white panties were all that stood between Paige and Hope's vagina. Hope seemed to have catoned on to things quickly, she got out of her pants with the same urgency that increased the rate of her kisses. Her panties came off with a flourish, revealing a heavy bush the same color as her hair, but Paige wasn't shy. She had eaten out a few women, so she knew where everything was at. Paige got her hands under Hope's legs and pulled her to the edge of the couch, then dove into the bush with vigor. Hope gasped and grabbed at the couch cushions with her hands, breathing through her mouth as Paige's tongue slipped between her pussy lips. A few minutes of this ministration of pleasure and Hope was thoroughly soaked. Her breath was heavy, rivulets of her cum was soaking the cushion she sat on and Paige's lower face was covered in thick clear fluid. Fumbling with her fly, Paige gave Hope one last lick and then sat back, giving her sore tongue muscles a break. Her breath was short as she struggled to free her monster quickly, there was a unique urgency that possessed her that she had never experienced before. She stared at the hair-covered opening in between Hope's legs and knew that her newest appendage belonged inside there. 
It was certainly hard enough. She stood up and pushed her pants down, her dick bobbing in the stark white overhead light. Hope looked through pleasure-filled eyes at the sight in front of her, which didn't register properly for a split second. She looked at the pulsating dick, and then up to Paige's face in confusion, then back down to the out-of-place reproductive organ. Wait, you have a penis? Hope said in disbelief. Yep. Paige said as she bent her knees and leaned forward, tongue between her teeth in concentration as she used one hand to line up her dick with Hope's pussy. She had watched guys do this to her back when she had a pussy and let guys mount her in missionary. You're gonna. Hope's eyes went wide as she once again grabbed the couch cushions, staring at the phallus as it lined up with her tunnel. The head of Paige's cock slid easily between Hope's lips, but Paige had to push to get herself inside of Hope's body. Her tissues gave way, allowing Paige's shaft to begin following the head, sinking deeper into Hope. Hope's whole body responded when the dick entered her, her legs clenched, and her fists doubled their hold on the couch cushions. Her brows frowned before pulling back in distress, her eyes widening and her mouth coming open to let strained noises exit her throat. Ugh hi you're so big. Hope moaned out. Through her drunkenness and general arousal, Paige was taken aback by the experience of penetrating a woman for the first time. Part of her body sank suddenly into a soft tunnel of heat and sodden flesh, which tightly grasped her penetrator, the balance of tightness and the feeling of warm security was subtle and effective. She was entirely unprepared for the multitude of feelings which rushed through her as she steadily penetrated hope, feeling inches of her being wetly engulfed by hope. Who panted during the whole process? Something subliminal was filling Paige with meaning, with the intimation of basic, fundamental, primordial use, although she couldn't quantify it in words. About half of her cock was swallowed by Hope's vagina, the woman's pussy lips stretched around the muscle to accommodate its girth. When Paige felt the head of her dick touch the end of the tunnel it was occupying. Red-hot pleasure began to erupt within Paige's body, and her equipment began to flex. Oh, Paige said as instinct caused her rock her hips back and forth slipping into and out of hope about an inch each time, I am gonna. The instinct shifted on her suddenly, and she felt the need to get as far into this woman as she could possibly get. She pushed with her hips just as she felt a fluidic feeling in her loins, and semen rushed out of her in a burst, splashing all over Hope's interior. Hope winced and squirmed as she felt Paige push hard against the end of her tunnel. A flash of dirty green and shadowy black silhouette appeared in front of Paige's eyes as she came. Nngggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggggg
Oh, and hey. Be sure to email to readingsex at icloud.com to read any story you'd like. It'll be a pleasure. Reading. Sex.